0: Welcome entrepreneurs and startups to Art of the Kickstart, the show that every entrepreneur needs to listen to before you launch. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president and founder of Inventus Partners, the world's only turnkey product launch company. From product development and engineering to omnichannel marketing, we've helped our clients launch thousands of inventions and earn more than $1 billion in sales over the past 20 years. Each week, I interview a startup success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your launch to the next level. This show would not be possible without our main sponsor, Product Hype, the weekly newsletter that goes out and shows you the best inventions that just launched. Make sure to check out ProductHype.co and join the hype squad. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Art of the Kickstart. Today, I am super excited because I am speaking with co-founders today, which is always fun to have multiple folks on the show. Chloe Hill, CEO, and Daryl Yang, COO. They co-founded Hipnap, and they've launched their first product on Kickstarter, True Rest. It's active right now. This has been a product that's been 10 years in the making, so I'm really excited to have you guys both on the show. So Chloe, Daryl, thank you for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart.
1: Oh, yeah, thanks for
0: having yeah, us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> so I would love to go back in time 10 plus years ago, if you would. And Chloe, give me the the inspiration or what ended up happening in terms of coming up with this innovation and this idea and, you know, where you're at today.
1: Yeah. So I was actually, I, I took a trip to Borneo and on the way back, we had to fly through Singapore. And so got on a plane in Singapore. It was a flight to New York City. And six hours into the flight, the captain came on the loudspeaker and said that there was a problem with the hydraulics on the airplane, so they would have to return to Singapore. And so we were in we were in India by that point, and it was a six hour flight back to to Singapore. Um, naturally, you know, we were a little nervous with the problem with the hydraulics too. That was a little scary. But we got to Singapore, and we had to we couldn't just land. We had to circle Singapore. For two hours to unload the fuel so that we could land and then immediately p- upon landing they shuffled us onto another flight we didn't really have any time to stretch or we had to literally like walk really fast to the next flight and we got on the plane and then it's an 18-hour trip to new york so it was just brutal like all said and done i was on the airplane for 32 hours it was really it was torturous so yeah and that's that's where i got the inspiration i you know it was so uncomfortable. I tried leaning in my head against the seat in front of me, you know, against my folded arms on a tray table. I tried whatever I could, and I can't really get good sleep sitting upright anyway to begin with. So when I got back, it just kind of like, you know, I I was I, I think I got a massage. Yeah, I got a massage, and I saw the way the the you know you know you're in a prone position, putting your face you know into that pillow that with the breathe hole. And I started to just kind of put things together. And I said, you know, like, there's got to be a way I could, you know, maybe make this for a, a product for the for the flight. So I have a design background. So I sketch ideas. I built prototypes. I actually took a sewing class to, to build the cushions. And uh, the original prototypes were actually, it was a cushion with a strap that attached to the seat in front of you. But then I realized you really needed some chest support. That was kind of the key to the comfort. And so, you know, I was telling my friend, Daryl, you know, we've been playing volleyball together for years and, and he was excited about the idea, having been a business traveler for a while and, uh, knowing the problem of getting comfortable on a, on a flight. And, um, yeah, he decided to join forces with me and then, um, we just took it from there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Amazing. Yeah. So I I was as you were saying that I was thinking, I was like, yeah, with those stand up massage tables that you see at the airports and all of that, again, a lot of chest support, but obviously the head support, too. So you can get the relaxation from the masseuse. But never have I seen an innovation like this in terms of in the seat. You know, so I'd love to learn, again, kind of the, the ergonomics of how the product is working and kind of, again, you mentioned the prototyping process. I know this is, must have been extensive in terms of the ideation all the way to the follow through, just given, you know, how many different prototypes you guys show on the Kickstarter page.
1: Yeah, so um we really had to, I mean you know, it took time to, you know, it started out as a cushion that it strapped to the seat in front of you. And, you know, you're, you don't have any chest support. Then I realized that you do need that chest support. So we originally, um, he had a friend who was a machinist and he built some prototypes that also it was, they were metal. Actually, they kind of look like medieval, um, torture devices. And I attached the cushion to those metal, the metal frames. And we took that on a flight you know, just to kind of see, you know, if we could get, you know, a little bit more support for the chest. And then we realized we we actually needed to have like a full-on, you know, chest support. So we went to an industrial designer and, you know, we had kind of taken it as far as we could go with our prototyping abilities. So we took it to an industrial designer and he began to, we really looked at, you know, those tabletop massage, you know, it's kind of like a massage chair, but Um, We found some things online that attach to a a table and it basically converts your table and chair into a massage chair. And, you know, really before I even started this process, I was looking online for something that I wanted. You know, that I think everybody does that. They're looking for what, what they want online and I couldn't find anything like that. And that's kind of what started me going on creating this on my own. But we did see these huge tabletop, devices that, you know, they're really bulky, um, huge cushions, very comfortable. (laughs) But to take that on an airplane, you know, we needed to make this much, much smaller, more compact, but we wanted to kind of take that idea and make it portable and compact. So the challenge was how do you shrink that down to something that you can take on a flight, but also make it comfortable, you know, make the adjustments, you know, easy and intuitive. So there were a lot of a lot of challenges that we had to overcome, and we worked with our first industrial designer to begin with, who was great. He really was able to bring us to a certain to a certain point in the de, in the development process, and then we um, were accepted into a uh, an accelerator called Mass Challenge here in Boston, and we were able to take the development further with another design team that we met there. So they kind of brought us up to our current prototype, and we're working with with their team, you know, they've got a team of engineers and designers and, you know, we're heavily involved with the development process, you know, we're with them every step of the way, but they obviously have the CAD, you know, the CAD program skills and the engineering skills to figure out how to make this work for us. So.
0: Nice. So talking about making it work, Daryl, how did you get involved with this? And, you know, talk a little bit about your experience that you bring to the table to help TrueRest and Chloe get this product out there.
2: Yeah, so my background is computer science, and I worked for major corporations and startups. And it wasn't until I started working for the startups that I became a true road warrior. So they would send me to client sites anywhere from like a week to like six months. So a few of the clients, I had to travel every single week for six months to the site and usually it's like early morning flights. You got to get there by like nine. And after you take the flight, you got to be like ready to go work the full day, you know. So I had tons of experience of like taking those flights and then like trying to sleep on them. And obviously my best choice would be to pick a window seat and try and lead my head to the side. And that never worked. And so when I met Chloe, she told me the idea, you know, I was, I was look, looking to start something new. I said, oh, this would be incredible because I've taken so many flights. The worst one was to London, England, where I had to travel seven hours in a middle seat in economy that was so cramped. Worst flight ever. And if I had True Rest back then, I would have been golden. But that's how I started
0: with, uh, you know saying, Hey, this is a great idea. And then, and then we partnered. So amazing. So I know this has been a long time in the process to get this product to market, but I'd love to know, you know, one of the most challenging parts of your journey together or separately and how you've overcome it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, um, a big challenge was, you know, we wanted to, to make sure that we had a product that supported the body correctly so, you know, and speaking on the ergonomics too, we, you know, consulted with doctors, physical therapists, chiropractors to try to make a product that correctly supported the body, align the spine so that you're, you know, you have that, you know, that straight spine that that's really better for your health, better for your spine health. And in doing that, you know, we really, I mean, it took a long time to work with, our industrial designers and consult with those doctors to create a product. We had to do a lot of tweaking with the product to make sure the ergonomics were, you know, correct. And um, I'd say that was a challenge that you know we just, you know, got to put in the time, the research, the effort, and we finally got to a place where it's like, you know, we took it to the doctors, took it to the chiropractors, and they're like, yeah, this, this, this is it. You know, this, this works. So. I was really, I was psyched because I, at one point I was like, oh my God, I don't know if we're going to be able to, to get to the point where we can create something that's, that's right for the body. So I was really psyched when, you know, just that hard work paid off of just hammering it out with the doctors, with the physical therapists and with our designers and engineers. So that was, you know, that was exciting for us.
2: (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. I think also the, the second thing is we wanted to make sure it was comfortable on a flight. So, you know, in the, in the early prototypes, we took it and we were trying different cushions and we tried and it's like, eh, it's not really comfortable. So we wanted to make it, you know, better to have the better cushions. And then the adjustments were like, yeah, there's a, you know, a few too many adjustments like in our first prototypes or in our second prototype, we streamlined it. So it became super comfortable and really easy to use. So, and that was, that was another challenge. Nice. Um, we,
1: we, we worked with really over over 60 testers, and it was 60 uh, formal testers that we did. You know, they, they took it on flights, but then it's probably over 100, you know, uh, informal, you know, probably 200 people of, you know, doing informal testing for us. So we made sure to, to use that, that feedback and collect that data and that informed our design as well.
0: And I think that's so critical. It's a step that we've seen a lot of different project creators, product creators, not utilize feedback, right? And just think that their idea is the best, and this is how it's going to be because it fits them. When there's, you know, consumers out there that are looking for something like that, but maybe need just a few small tweaks or things like that to be able to make the adjustment on it. Um, so it's great that you were able to take that feedback, listen to it, maybe make some small tweaks to it. But you know what? What I really am interested in also is, you know, on this evolution that you've been through. At what stage did you guys decide that crowdfunding was the right platform or process based on where you were at to bring this product to the masses and get the awareness that you have so far for it?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, we we really. I mean, you know, you're talking about people just you know kind of making a product to fit themselves, and I think a lot of a lot of times too, you know, corners are cut. You know, just. The idea, you know, the emphasis on, is on, oh, we can make money off of this. But really, like, it was really important for us to create a good product first. And if we couldn't do that, if we couldn't create something that we actually wanted to take on a flight and use, then we weren't gonna, we even told ourselves we're not putting anything out that we're not completely psyched about. So I think once we had something that we were really, really psyched about and that um, we felt like, okay, I would be proud and, not only Proud, but I would use this again and again on a flight, Proud to take it, use it on every flight. At that point, we're like, okay, we're ready to launch. So, yeah, that's when we, we decided to kind of go to the launch. <laughs>
0: nice. I mean, yeah, you've been working with us here at Inventus Partners ever since kind of the, the beginning, if you would. So I'd love to know some of those considerations that you looked at or you know, were checking boxes off on when to choose the right agency to partner with for the launch of this amazing product.
2: Yeah, I think um, as you guys pitch it, you guys are a full-service company, so you guys handle everything. It was amazing because we started from uh, pre-campaign to the market test. You guys did the market test. You guys did tests on Facebooks to see how it would operate. And then once the campaign started, you guys did all the email marketing, the PR, and everything. And Again, like a full service, so all we had to do was make sure that we answered like the messages and the comments and everything like that, and you guys would handle everything else and that was really one of the benefits of your company so.
1: also we um we one of our one of the people that we met through our uh, the accelerator mass challenge was mobile pixels, and they've used you guys before, and you know at first we were thinking of just doing our own campaign, you know, just like not using anybody. And we had talked to a lot of people and everybody just recommended that really you've got to, you've got to use help for this because, you know, if you're putting this much time and money and energy into it, it's better to have people who have done this again and again and have gotten results I mean, you know, you can try to do it on your own, but it's it's really really hard at this stage of where you know Kickstarter is. I mean, maybe at the beginning people could do that when it first launched, but so we we talked to Mobile Pixels, who was in the middle of a campaign with you with you guys, and you know they gave you go- they you know spoke really highly of you. So when we were ready to to launch, we thought you know hey let's contact uh, the company that Mobile Pixels used and really liked and. So that's, you know, why we contacted you. And, you know, we're, we're very happy that we did. You you guys have been great. So,
2: yeah, we, we talked to another person and they actually tried to do the campaign themselves and they were like, yeah, like doing it yourselves, you have to spend 24 seven on this campaign just to make sure everything's going right. And when we started, you know, the project, and it was like, yeah, we handle everything, you know, we'll take care of everything. And all you guys have to do is like, just respond to the message and everything like that. So that was like super helpful.
1: Well, I mean, we could, we can take care of everything else that we need to yeah. do. Like, you know, cause there, there's a lot of other things that obviously we, uh, they're working on, you know, while you guys are doing the campaign, but it allowed us to do what we needed to do. And we could support you guys, you know, with the things that we could do <laughs> basically,
0: exactly yeah and that's our hope right is to uh continue to support the uh the work-life balance that goes into launching these things because there's so many more things that you as founders need to be doing and focusing on while exactly. running your campaign as well Is just in a completely separate team so it's been great it's been an honor to work with you guys i can't wait to get this product i've got. Lots of long trips coming up, so I can't wait to get this product, especially for next year um, with all those big trips that we've got going on. But what I'd love to know also, just as kind of a a piece of advice to our listeners out there, what would be one nugget of wisdom you would give to an inventor, an entrepreneur, a startup that's thinking about starting a crowdfunding campaign?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the things that have been really helpful for us, you know, just, you know, throughout the process of, Working on this product is having like a really good advisor, somebody who we have some great advisors and people around us to kind of give us feedback on and on moving forward. And I think you know being really sure about the product that you have, being really confident in in the product, and and also you know, yeah, I guess being just ready to you know it's going to be probably from this point forward, it's going to be, you know, just full on, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, it's, it's a ton, a ton of work. And um, just being really excited um, to take on that challenge, you know, like being at that point where you're like, okay, I'm ready to, ready to do this. I don't know. Like, what would you, what would you say?
2: Yeah. I would say in terms of just crowdfunding in general, you can actually find out like, will people buy your product before spending tons of money making all this inventory and then just the exposure of your Kickstarter and crowdfunding. So those are probably the two things that would be beneficial for someone to do a crowdfunding campaign.
0: Absolutely. Well, this is going to get us into our launch round. Chloe, you drew the middle seat this time. Uh, Are you ready to go?
1: Okay, sure.
0: Let's do this. So what inspired you to be an entrepreneur?
1: I mean, I, I actually was a teacher uh, before this. I um, I actually, my job had been cut to part-time and I was trying to figure out, you know, I, I was an art teacher and it's uh, it's hard because they're cutting art programs everywhere. And my job was cut to part-time and I was like, okay, looking for the next job. And that's when I came up with this idea. And it really was like, it wasn't like I... Chose to be an entrepreneur. It's just I had this idea and I decided to just go for it and um, try to launch it. And it's been an amazing experience doing it. So I, uh, I'm kind of like a accidental entrepreneur. Really, it wasn't something that I had really aimed to do. But now that I, I'm doing it, I really can't imagine doing anything else because it just it's such a great experience and I've learned so much and. Um, it's been great working with Daryl. So yeah.
0: Amazing. So if you could go on any, uh, let's say a long flight with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be?
1: Oh boy. Um, I mean, maybe Leonardo da Vinci. I don't know. I mean, he's an inventor. I I mean, he was just incredible. Just his brain. I'd love to sit on a flight with him.
0: (laughs) What would have been your first question for him?
1: I would have asked him like uh you know maybe what like you know uh one of your inventions like I I would I guess I would have wanted more information on his detailed process of you know like how he how he did it how you know like I know the process I went through it'd be interesting to know what his process was and like how many testers did he have you know like what how did he uh I, I mean you know he was I I'd, I'd want to know how he came up with the idea really because some of his inventions were like way, way in the future. It was something like, how did he come up with this idea? How did he even like envision it for what time, for the time period? So I guess I'd want to know that.
0: <laughs> nice. What's uh once one piece of advice that you wish every entrepreneur knew.
1: I think, um, yeah, I think like this is, this is the kind of thing where it's, it's not for everybody. And, um, I mean, I have friends who are just like they want that predictability. They want that, you know, the steady paycheck. They don't like the highs and lows, like the roller coaster ride. And it really, it's been that it is really like a roller coaster ride doing this. Um, I, I love it, but not everybody likes this. And I think some people maybe they get into it and they realize it's it's not the right fit. So I think you do have to be a, a certain kind of crazy person to, to want to do this. <laughs> So maybe yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> like crazy. test that
1: out a little bit before you jump full on, full it full in. You know, just get you know dip your toe in the water, get as much information as you can. Good advisors too, like I think advisors, like having people around you, having a having a co-founder too. Really, like I think if I was doing this on my own, it, I really admire people who are solo, you know, founders. Like I, I'm amazed by those people. Cause like having somebody to bounce ideas off of and just like the emotional support of going through this, it's really helpful. So.
0: Yeah. You want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, go together, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's a ton of value. I think in what you just said, Chloe, one, Mentorship, I think, is huge now and that sense of community and being able to tap into the collective brain and then co-founders are critical to the success of startups as well. So it's great to see that you guys both have found each other and are launching this product. So, Chloe, last question of the launch round. And I know we just launched the, the, the campaign, but what does the future of crowdfunding look like?
1: You know, I, I, I've heard about like different models of crowdfunding, you know, it's really changing where it's like, um, people could actually become like investors and have a piece, you know, percentage of the company. I've seen that model. I mean, I think it's, it's a great way, you know, if if it wasn't for crowdfunding, I don't think we would have as many innovative products as we have out in the market. I mean, it's a really nice opportunity to to have some real innovation out there, you know, like these large companies, I don't think sometimes they don't put as much into that because they're just, their goal is on making money. And and I think um, entrepreneurs are bringing something new and that they're launching yes, yeah, some products that may not be rolled out by these large companies. So I think I think it's only going to get bigger, really. Um, you know, we may see more uh, different variations, like the one with people being able to invest and own a percentage of the company. But I, I think I, I hope it, I hope it expands because um, I love going on Kickstarter and just I, like, I see so many products that I want to buy. I'm like, oh my God, this, the amazing stuff that people are coming up with. I'm just, I'm <clears> in <throat> awe of, of the products that I'm seeing. So
0: yeah, the innovation <laughs> is amazing. So it's always great to see, but uh, well, this has been awesome. Daryl, I'm going to let you close things out and give our audience the pitch, tell people what you're all about, where people should go and why they should check out True Rest.
2: Yeah, they should definitely go to uh, kickstarter.com and look at our campaign and then share that on Facebook, Instagram, any social media that you have to get the word out so that
0: we can uh, produce this product. Absolutely. Share it with your traveling friends and family, audience. We're going to be doing a giveaway, so make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for the notes, the transcript, links to the giveaway, and everything we talked about today. And of course, I got to give a big shout out to our crowdfunding podcast sponsor over at Product Type, the top newsletter for new products that just launched. Chloe, Daryl, thank you so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart.
1: Oh, thanks for yeah, having us. Thanks for having so us. <laughs>
0: Thank you for tuning into another amazing episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, life, and world with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode as much as I did, make sure to show us some love, you know, by rating us and reviewing us on your favorite listening station, whatever that may be. Your review really helps other founders and startups find us so they can improve their craft and achieve greater success like you. And of course, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the previous episodes. And if you need any help, make sure to send me an email at info at I'd be glad to help you out. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next week.